welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Warriors and many other 
which I loved. The makeup, though, I loved how they were able to do such a great job of putting the makeup on Winston because she and Jolie did a wonderful job of playing her, but being able to put all the makeup on her to look like she was really Winston, they did an absolutely great job. Totally agree, and also the wings she had in the forest. Yes, the wings and everything. I mean, I loved the flying suits, and the, my favorite dresses ever were the fairy dresses. The wardrobe department gets an A+, literally. Yeah, and Shepard does a fantastic job creating Maleficent into a real-life character. It's fantastic. Now, Samantha, who, um, who is from, actually, um, Great New York... What would you say about the special effects in this film? Um, I liked how when she did the spells, how they had like all that like the green explosions everywhere. I thought that that was really great with all the special effects and stuff. Um, like Morgan was just saying about she liked the character Diablo. Diablo. Um, I liked how they were able to like kind of morph him, and you can see how he morphed into different animals. Um. I also liked the the fighting scenes where you can see like the the different effects coming into play where you saw like the people where you saw the big wall rising, the big thorns rising when Maleficent got upset. Um and how it like went down at the end when she got when she like saw her true colors. Um and I felt like the, the special effects were a big part of the movie. And they kind of tied the whole thing together. Totally agree, especially how she used her wings to create gusts of wind to blow everyone away, literally. And how they used the fairy creatures and everything. They're fantastic. Yes, it was fantastic. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm Kiefer Blakesley. And today we're talking about the films Maleficent, Blended. X-Men Days of Future Past and The Fault in Our Stars. Right now I was talking with Samantha and Morgan on Maleficent, how wonderful the makeup and costumes were, how they made Maleficent become real, and how the special effects are a huge part of this film. Now, Morgan, what would you say about the message of this film? The So, 
both have a right opinion. Okay. Now, Samantha, what would you say your favorite scene is in this film? My favorite scene was a scene where um, she went back to the castle after she already met Aurora, and when Aurora, when they had that big fighting scene where um, Diavol, he turned into a dragon, and they had a bunch of special effects there where Diavol turned into a dragon, was shooting fire. Um, I liked how you kind of saw how Aurora wanted to protect the Maleficent, and I feel like in that scene, you can see how much they really cared for each other. That was an epic scene, I do have to agree. And I like how finally she has her wings and she's flying. There's fire, there's knights and shining armor, there's true love. It's everything. It's everything going in one. And it's Shelby, if you're there, what would you think about um, Shelby? If you're there, what would you say the age range for this film is? Um, I think the age range is for eight and up. And I think that everyone can go and see this movie, and I feel that everyone will fall in love as soon as they see the first scene. Because it's amazing, it's in 3D, it has action, it has true love, it has a little bit of comedy, it has everything a good movie should have. Oh, great. And since I neglected you, what, what, is, what are more thoughts of this film? What did you think of it um, entirely? Um... I just, there are no words to explain how much I love this movie. Um, I don't, I can't actually explain because I'm so in love with Maleficent and it's so different from other movies because usually in Disney movies, you kind of don't fall in love with the villain, but I did. And um, I, <laughs> I felt like the, the makeup and the, the costumes and the special effects really allowed um, Angelina Jolie to be big and powerful and to be creative with um, creating Maleficent. When I was younger, I always thought of Disney villains were the most interesting characters because they always had yeah. their backstories and I always loved them. And speaking of Angelina Jolie, what did you think of her performance in this film? Her performance was phenomenal. <laughs> if I had to play her, I don't even know where to start. I mean, the Maleficent is so complex and complicated because she's good, but she's evil. And to see how Angelina Jolie breaks down Maleficent in the movie and for her to show her evil side, but yet caring and sweet side to Aurora, it was, it just blew my mind away. Well, because she shows so much dynamic changes, like the birth, the resentment, the betrayal, all that. It makes it very interesting. And yeah, how many... Try go on? Go ahead. No, it's okay. Well, how many stars would you give it, Shelby? I would give it five stars out of five. There's nothing that this movie is missing. It has everything. And Morgan, how many stars would you give it? i give it five out of five shooting stars. And Samantha, how many stars would you give it? Um, the same as Shelby and Morgan, I give it five out of five shooting stars too. That's in one of my review. I really loved everything about this movie. I felt like every single second of it was just perfect. It's unanimous. We all love this film. Well, thank you so much, Shelby, Samantha, and Morgan, for talking about Maleficent with me. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Well, let's take a. 
Thank you. Let's take a break. I'm Keith Langsley, and you're listening to Voice Every Kids Network. Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you don't have an important voice to be heard. You are our future, and you need a forum to be heard. Tune in to American Pulse on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll talk to the student leaders of America and find out what they're doing to make a difference today. You'll be inspired to start working now for a brighter future later. American Pulse is heard live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's time to lead by example. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. And you're listening to Voice America Kids Network. And today, we're talking about the films X-Men Days of Futures Past, Blended, Million Dollar Arm. And also, we were interviewing our special guest, Richard Schweiger, for Space Racers. Right now, I'm with Raven Devaney. Uh, we're talking about X-Men Days of Futures Past. How are you doing, Raven? I am super excited to talk about this movie with you because it is so amazing. So I'm pretty great. How are you? Two X-Men fans together at last. Okay, let's, let's start. So... <laughs> With this, with a story like this, can you please tell everyone a little bit about the synopsis? Absolutely. So this is part of the X-Men series, which is a whole fantastic series of films. And pretty much this is sort of in the future or just the present. And um, there's a huge war going on all over the entire world between 
mutants and humans and how the film started off it was almost like the holocaust again was happening i mean it was just this terrible terrible war like we had never seen before and pretty much um there is a group of mutants that is going around and um fighting and you know the original mutants with like magneto and xavier they decide that they should go back in time um, to the 70s to sort of stop the event that started the war from happening. And so they send um, Logan back, or uh, Wolverine, because he can regenerate, so the trip back in time won't be so harsh on him. So pretty much it's about him going back in time, having to talk to, you know, the young original X-Men and, you know, the cast from um, X-Men First Class, and he pretty much has to convince them to stop what they're doing and it's such an intense film and it's so amazing and boy that does not sum up how epic this film is i mean it is it's <laughs> so epic i can't even put it into words it is such it's an epic film completely well since this is we were talking about this about how we're both x-men fans mm-hmm. but for people that haven't seen previous films what do you think how would they enjoy this well, I think this film is so well made, and all of the characters are so lovable. The storyline is very intense that I think even if you haven't seen any of the X-Men films, you'll still have an enjoyable experience. But as we were saying before, if you have seen the previous films, and if you are a big fan of the film um, of the film series, I think definitely seeing this movie is going to be a lot deeper because you see so many familiar faces that you haven't seen since, you know, the original trilogy of X-Men. And I think it's definitely a plus if you have seen the previous films but it's yes. not necessary well there's also there are inside jokes like yes like when wolverine goes to the mirror detector and he's super surprised that he wasn't yeah and he's like so happy it's so <laughs> well speaking of hugh jackman we have an all-star cast here what do you think seeing them all back in like this gigantic film I was so, so happy because you're taking, like, the original cast of everyone that I absolutely love, like, Hugh Jackman, Halle Berry, like, everyone, and then you're also putting it in with sort of, like, the newer cast, um, with the younger generation, I guess, of X-Men, and, I mean, to see everyone together, I was just so excited, and they just had so many amazing actors in it that I love, like, Evan Peters, who was in it, um, he, oh my gosh, I love him so much, and I was so happy to see him in this film, um, and he was, he played Quicksilver, um, and I just think everyone in this film did an incredible job, and everyone worked so well together, and it was so amazing to see this cast. Mm. Well, let's turn the page to a different part of the film, which are the special effects. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> you that. write a novel about how good the special effects are. <laughs> it's incredible. I think from the opening scene, when it's sort of like an aerial shot coming in over the city, and it's completely in ruins, and you see, like, the fog and the mist and everything, it is such, like, a beautiful opening shot, even though it is of a destroyed city, and it is very sad. Um, yes. But I think just from the, like, straight out the bat, it was just incredible. Incredible. The special effects are amazing. There are so many, so many special effects in this film, obviously because of the mutants and all of their amazing powers, but I think it was absolutely breathtaking, very beautiful. Um, and something that I think is really cool about the special effects and the cinematography is since um, a majority of the film is set in the 70s, they yes. actually touch on a lot of historical events, like um, <laughs> the assassination of JFK and a lot of film work and stuff and so when they're showing these events happening um it's sort of done like how 
like real footage from that time would be so it was a little bit blurrier and grainy and I thought that was a really nice touch and, and something that was nice to throw in and it's funny they say JFK was actually a mutant that was yes funny. I love that <laughs> I love that I was like oh my gosh that's amazing <laughs> you're listening to Voice America Kids Network I'm Keeper Blake Sleet and today we're talking about the films Blended X-Men Days of Futures Past Million Dollar Iron and our special guest Richard Schweiger on the new series Space Racers and we were to, I was talking with Raven how the special effects, you could write a novel about how grand they are and how they, they, they're set in the 70s and how JFK was a mutant and how epic this film is. Mm-hmm. Now, with this story, it is pretty dark. Now, Absolutely. What would you, um, was this kind of a surprise from the lighthearted kind of comic book to a really dark, grittier time of need? <laughs> well, I mean, I think... I think definitely the series was leading up to that. I mean, in some of the original X-Men films, I think the final one, when, like, Jean Grey sort of goes crazy, like, that was a very dark film. And I think the series was leading up to that. There was, I mean, and there was definitely still some lighthearted parts in this film. I definitely laughed um, several times. But I think it goes to show, like, all this stuff happened leading up to this huge, terrible war, and it was a very dark um, event to happen, and it was a very dark film, but I, I think it was necessary, for sure. Agreed. But there is some very dark parts, especially when the Sentinels, which are the... Yeah, I, those, those are... were terrifying. <laughs> well, yeah. We're actually a fan of the comic books, the new design of them, which is a really upgrade design. I mean, usually the Sentinels are two stories high but these ones are like they use mystique's powers i think that was a mm-hmm. really cool design especially yeah i think that was really cool and i especially because that was such a key part to the storyline is that they had to go back and sort of convince mystique to like not do what she was gonna do and um i think there was definitely it was really it was really interesting to see the scenes where um in the beginning of the movie when the sentinels were coming and attacking the group of mutants and i was so shocked when they all died i was like what but then they went back in time and it was fine and i was like oh okay but i was like is that how this movie started (laughs) straight up bad everyone's just dying like okay (laughs) they go back into the future well let's talk about the action i mean it's not like it's not like combat action like maybe Avengers but it's a different sort of realm of action what would you think um I think the action was fantastic especially especially because of the mutants um because their superpowers are so incredible and so what they can do is amazing um and I love seeing them show off their powers and again this tunes into the cinematography and the special effects how incredible it was um and I think even one of the most intense scenes was when Magneto is moving the stadium and even though that is like a slow scene like he's just slowly moving it over um the White House it's still like so action packed (laughs) you're like oh my gosh like what is happening and so I think the action was definitely very cool in this film and they missed a Stan Lee appearance they did Yes. They could yeah. have actually made him made him one of the baseball stadium janitors. I don't know. Oh, that would have been so cool. Well, we'll talk. Okay. <laughs> well, since this is a dark film, what would you say the age range? Hmm. Okay. So I think, I mean, it is PG-13, so definitely 13 and up. However, like, I think if you have seen the previous films, um, like my little brother, he just turned 10, hmm. and he has seen, like, all of the previous films, and he'll probably watch this one and he'll be fine. But I think if you haven't seen the previous films or if you're not used to films with a lot of sort of violence and um, dark content, I wouldn't watch it because it is a very intense film. And how many stars would you give this? 
A trillion stars, obviously. No, five out of five stars for sure. It was an amazing film. Um, The cast was incredible. The cinematography did not disappoint. I think the direction and the writing of the film was incredible. Just overall, it was an amazing film experience, and I cannot wait to see it again. Me too. And I believe I think I know what your favorite character is, but who is your favorite character? Wait, who do you think my favorite character is? Because I'll probably surprise you. I, I think it's Quicksilver. Yeah, it is. I know it is. It is. Quicksilver is my favorite character, and I was like kind of bummed when he was only in like a short portion of the film. Oh, yeah. But that was like my favorite part of the movie when he was in it. Because I'm I love Evan Peters so much because of American Horror Story, which is my favorite <laughs> um, TV series. Um, but I I love him so much, and I think he was incredible in this film because Quicksilver is such a funny character, and he's oh, yeah. like. So fast, and I think Evan Peters did an amazing job just, like, being so fast. And I loved the scene when um, they they break into free Magneto, and they get stopped by the security guards, and um, Xavier, like, freezes time, but he's just, like, running around, and he's, like, playing music and, like, messing with the security guards, and I thought that was the funniest scene ever. I thought, I mean, incredible. I love him so much. <laughs> read my mind, like, you read my mind, like, Professor Xavier. It was wonderful. Yes. Well, thank you again, Raven, for t- talking to me about X-Men Days of Future's Past. Absolutely. Thank you for nerding out with me. We could have, like, hour-long conversations about this, for sure. <laughs> Perfect. Well, check out this film, Disney Theos Now. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Keeper Blakesley, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Remember 
Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. And here I'm with my good friend Jerry on talking about the splendid, blended comedy. Blended. How are you doing, Jerry? I'm doing very, very good. It's a beautiful, beautiful day. It's a wonderful Memorial Sunday. Now, can you please tell me a little bit about the story of this film? Well, Blended, it's pretty much about a guy who... A, a guy and a girl... They both are single parents, single parent, a mom and a dad, and they kind of have a really bad blind date, and then they kind of get stuck on this vacation together with their kids, and they learn a lot about their kids they didn't know. They learn a lot about parenting, and it's just a great film. Agreed. When you got Adam Sandler behind it all, it has to be funny. Speaking of... Yeah. Speaking of comedy, I know you're an Adam Sandler fan. How do you? How does it feel just to see him back on the big screen? It is fantastic to see him make another fantastic and great movie. Because Grown Ups 2, his last movie, 2012, was pretty good, but it was rather interesting. It's kind of something <laughs> expected. Blended was really out of the blue. Wait. Where'd you come up with that? That is kind of <laughs> interesting. And it was definitely a perfect fit. And what would you make? What did you think of the of the comedy in general besides Adam Sandler, like Drew Barrymore? How did you think they the relationship? Well, Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler, their their project together was was bound to be fantastic. But the comedy is their signature because it's not this normal Hollywood comedy you see in every film now. Mm-hmm. It's this special chemistry comedy, this special comedy that. You laugh at that. You laugh so much your jaws hurt. Wow. Well, I gotta check it out because I'm one for comedies. And also, I think you'll love it. I think I would. I'll have to check it out. And since this is set in Africa, what would you think the cinematography is? Oh, the cinematography is perfect for Africa. And they even include humor for Africa just to be safe. Just to make sure you laugh about everything, they include humor of African style. And it is just hilarious and perfect that they go to Africa. And it's just beautiful. They actually did film in Africa. They did. And they showed culture, they showed the animals. And I now want to go to Africa even more. Oh, let's make that two tickets there. <laughs> yeah, let's go. All kids first. Let's go Africa. Let's all go. 
Now, what would you say, this seems like a hilarious film, but would you change anything? You know, I honestly wouldn't change anything, but for some parents, this may be a bit worrying since this is definitely a more adult humor film. This has a lot of kid jokes, but more adult humor, very, well, mature type of content. So I think some parents would like it to be more kid-friendly, but this is just a type of film that is meant for adults or, or teenagers. And since we are a kid organization, how's the kid, the child actors do? The child actors did very, very fantastic. They played the emotions very well. So it's kind of interesting because uh, the mother, Drew Barrymore, her character is Lauren. She has two boys, and Adam Sandler's character, Jim, has three girls. So it's kind of interesting. And the two boys are actually kind of protected of Lauren from Jim because they're like, why do you keep following us? And what are you you doing? And it's very, very funny. And it's something all kids have trying to protect their parents. Hmm. And a little little birdie told me that you got to interview them too. How was that experience? I did not get to interview Adam Sandler or Drew Barrymore, but I got to interview almost all the kids, and they're all very, very nice, and um, they did all very well. I learned a lot from it, and it was just fantastic. What kind of questions did you ask? I asked them how did they prepare, how was it work, how was it like working with the comedy gods, and stuff <laughs> like that. And I also, and it's interesting how they all prepared. A lot of them. One of the characters, not only the kids, actually just watched all the Adam Sandler films and prepared like that. Well, that's good. If you're going to work with someone, might as well know the background. Yeah, and I thought that must be a fun way to prepare. Just, hey, mom, look, I'm just watching Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm Keith Blakesley, and today we're talking about the films X-Men Days of Future Past, Blended, Million Dollar Arm, and our special guest, Richard Schweiger, for Space Racers. And I was talking with Jerry on how the child, he interviewed the child actors, and how they, they studied Adam Sandler's ways by watching his movies. Now, let's go back to the film. What would you say the moral? What is the lesson we learned in this film? You know, the lesson you learned is definitely don't judge somebody until you walk in their shoes. Because Jim and Laura, they completely despised each other. They did not want to do anything with each other and their families. Mm. But at the end, they became friends or maybe something even more. And the kids became best friends. So it really shows don't hate somebody the second you meet them. Hmm. That's a good thing to learn. I feel like, and since this is kind of a um, comedy, would you say it's a romantic comedy since there is sort of a love relationship? There's definitely a romantic touch, like a little sprinkle of romance in it, but it is not mostly romantic. It's more of a family comedy type, okay. adult family that even exists, but <laughs> more of that type of comedy since this is a family, adult, comedy movies. It's really interesting and unique, honestly. And what would you say your favorite character is? Ooh, I would have to say my favorite character is Lauren, or Drew Barrymore's character. I 
probably a lot of people are surprised. I would say um, Adam Sandler's character, Jim, but he kind of, he's kind of the main character, and I like going somebody that's not the main character. So I like Lauren because she's sweet, and even though she is a single mother, she just got divorced, she is really sweet to her kids. You know, she's there for them. And in one of the scenes, one of the one of Jim's daughters asked her, sing me a lullaby and tucked me in. She's singing somewhere over the rainbow really sweetly. It's just so, so such nice chemistry and it's just so adorable. Aw, that sounds like a wonderful mother. And I hear Drew Bangor in real life is actually a very kind person. She just is one of those very rare and unique people. Yeah, and she also just had her second child, so congrats to her. Congratulations to Barrymore, if you're listening out there. Now, what would you say your favorite scene in this film? Ooh, my favorite scene has to be when, like, um... My favorite scene has to be when they're... Sorry, I kind of messed up. No, it's okay, go on. Well, my favorite scene has to be when they're kind of doing an African-like tour, ah. and Drew Barrymore decides, I'm going to go do one of those parachuting things, and all of a sudden, um, when she's doing that, they run out of gas, so she has to kind of like run down so she can get out of the air, and as she runs down, she runs into Jim, and I think it's really funny. Oh, fate would have it. They run right into each other, literally. Yeah, it was actually kind of hilarious. Hmm. Now, what would you say, what makes this unique from other comedies? Because comedy is a very serious art, if you might say. <laughs> Honestly, what makes this different from other comedies has to be, with, it's, it's not a normal comedy you see every day. I've only seen this type of comedy three other times. That was in 51st Days and the other and the other Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler movies, because this it's a unique comedy that only they can do, oh. and it's just such a great comedy. It's better than you can describe, honestly. Great. What's better than one comedian? Two. <laughs> <laughs> Who works perfectly together. Perfect. And what would you say the age range? Is there is some kind of vulgar, maybe, comedy? Well, I'll have to say young teens, so like an age range of 12, 13 to 18 would probably be good. Because there is a lot of adult content, but still a lot of family content, so really kind of in between there. Great. And how many stars would you give this film? Oh, i definitely give it five out of five stars for great acting, for great comedy, etc., etc. That pretty much sums it up. Well, thank you so much, Jay, for talking about what Len did with me. Thank you so much for allowing me to talk to you about this hilarious film. Always a pleasure. This film is out there, so please check it out. Let's take a break. I'm Keith Blakesley, and today you're listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, 
Let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. It, it was such an incredible movie. 
Well, just because I'm a boy doesn't mean I don't like to cry at movies like this. <laughs> I'm falling. I'm in the theater just crying at, at, at a drop of a pin. <laughs> this is a good movie, then. And, um, Cheyenne, are you there? Okay, uh, so I've heard you read part of the book, half of the book. Did you feel like this transitioned well from page to the super screen? Oh, oh, I thought it did an amazing transi transition from what I read. Um, everything, they took the main details from the book and really made it uh, really bold in the movie. I think that was really good. I think the only things that they didn't put in the movie were uh, things about, like, the little details that Hazel would think in her head. But other than that, all the events that it happened in the movie, it was really amazing. It was touching. I felt like that the book and the movie were actually quite similar, very, very similar. That's always good, because it's always hard to take a book and turn it into a movie, because they're two totally different adaptations. Yeah, you can't fit 400 pages into a two-hour movie. Or Martin Scorsese could, but two hours back, <laughs> one trip. But I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But uh, I love, I've heard some of the soundtrack on the internet. What would you think about the music in this film? Oh, my goodness, the music was just everything. Every little aspect of this movie was perfect. I will keep saying that because it was. Um, the music played a great part into it. Uh, Ed Sheeran composed some of the music, and Birdie, I don't know if you ever heard of them, but they, she, oh, my goodness, their music, it, it really tied everything together. When there's a tough moment, the music would come in really slow and subtle, and then when there's, like, a really hard moment, We'll hear soft music and it'll kind of relieve the pain, but it's still there and it still made a difference. Like I think if the if the movie had no music, it would seem kind of dull. Even like even the um, even what's happening in the movie is really strong. You always need that great soundtrack to make it even stronger. So I think this movie had a great combination of both. Well, every movie at least needs some sort of music, or else it's just kind of be silence throughout the whole entire film. Yeah, exactly. Now, what did you think about the acting? Because I love some of the actors and actors in this film. I thought the acting was amazing. I feel like Shailene Woodley was born to be Hazel Grace. <laughs> she, um, the, direct, the director had said that when he chose her, that he, could, he loved how raw she was and that he could see it in her. And she, she had a love for playing Hazel, and you could see it. And she connected with the character. I think that's the most important thing in being an actor and an actress. You really have to connect that to that character. And she did such an amazing job, as well as Augustus mm -hmm. Waters. Um, and everyone in the movie, they played a, uh, playing a person with cancer is not easy. And no. so I think they all did uh, an amazing job. And playing a character like that, it's even more identifiable. Yes. So when you play a character like that, you have to be identify the audience, and that makes the character even even a bigger impact on people. Exactly, in the audience, it. I felt like John Green was so smart into having this movie made because he had the as the two aspects that really touches people's heart, and that's love and death. And he had both of it in his movie, and that's why I think this movie was so great. It reaches out to audiences, it catches their attention. And for those of you who don't know who John Green is, he is the author of. The, yes. the book that's based off of. Now, since this is a romance, what would you think about the relationship between the characters? 
But his girlfriend dumped him because uh, Isaac was having surgery in his eyes and was going to be blind after the surgery. So, of course, Isaac was heartbroken when his girlfriend dumped him. That they, Augustus and Hazel, thought they needed to get revenge. So here they are, bought two cartons of eggs, standing in front of the girlfriend, the ex-girlfriend's house, throwing eggs at the house and at the car. But the funny thing is, well, I mean, it's not funny, but the funny, well, it was funny the way he was, um, he was doing it. It's because Isaac was blind, so he's throwing it in the bushes, and he's throwing it in, at the trees, and it's just so funny because they're, like, trying to encourage him, like, good job, man. But he's like throwing it in the bushes, and it's just so funny. It was really funny. Sounds funny. And Cheyenne, you're on. Nice to see you, Cheyenne. We'll talk to you. Yeah, hi. Well, tell us about what you thought of the film, The Fault in All Stars. Oh my gosh, I've never had so much in two hours and five minutes of my life, and it was the <laughs> best that I've like, ever seen. I swear. Well, what would, you, what would you say about the characters in this film? As, Getting talking about Isaac, the characters. All the characters. Well, I think all the characters are one of a kind because you know they have different types of cancer, and they all have their different story, and they always have different personalities. I and like Gus, he had his leg amputated off, and um, Hazel has to carry an oxygen tank with her, and Isaac has to wear these certain glasses because he's blind now. So, would you say it's one of those touching films of the summer? Yes, it is. And it's pretty funny, too. So, oh, it's a romantic comedy. Yeah. Well, we were talking about um, favorite scene. What would you say your favorite scene in this film is? My favorite scene is the same one as Shailene, where Isaac was blind at that time. And he was, like, throwing eggs anywhere like in the bushes and the trees and then I love how he like hit it hit the car and then her mom came out and she's like what's happening he's like um she was like I'm sorry ma'am but we have we have um three cancer patients we have about um like about five legs because um, Gus only has one leg and like working four and a half lungs four eyes <laughs> So I think you should go back inside, ma'am. Agreed. Now, how many stars would you give this film? Five out of five stars. I just love that movie. We all agree that, well, you two agree that this is a perfect film. And I need to go see it. And you mean, well, I'm out of read the book. Yes, so, you do. <laughs> I do. I have some catching up to do. But this, this movie is in theaters now, so check it out. Thank you so much. Jaylene and Cheyenne for telling me about the fault in our stars. Thank you. You have been listening to Voice America Kids. Uh, Voice America. Uh, sorry, let me go back to that. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions to watch your video reviews on the latest films and TV releases. And to learn how you too can become a Kids First film critic, go to www.kidsfirst.org. Also, check us out on Huffington Post on the teens section. I'm Keith Blakesley, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know more about which movies are playing and can make an informed decision. Tune in again next week.
Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon Appetit! We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. 